At JCPenney, we know you miss us, and we miss you. So, what if we said we had a store that's open all day, every day? We do. It's jcp.com or the JCPenney app. Need a swimsuit? We've got them. Something new and cute for summer? Look no further. Exclusive JCPenney brands plus your favorite national brands? Yes and yes. Check our site for the latest coupons. And when you spend $49 or more, standard shipping is free. JCPenney. Exclusions apply. See jcp.com for details. Listening to Midnight at the Crossroads, exploring the paranormal, aliens, reptilians, demonology, possession, and government black ops. And now, the dynamic duo themselves, David Humphrey and Sean Sellers. Hey everybody, welcome to Midnight Crossroads Radio Show. I'm David Humphrey. And I'm Sean Sellers. How you doing tonight, man? Brother, I'm doing good. We're back. It's been a long couple of weeks. And it's been a long week this week. I mean, lots going on in the news. I mean, whew. I don't even know where to begin tonight. Other than, you know, hey, what, what location are you at tonight? You know what? I, you know what? I'm I am still in New Orleans tonight. I'm, I'm I'm just sitting here. Just I hadn't gotten out. hadn't made or hadn't made any trips. I am getting out tomorrow. So if we do another show with Rex tomorrow night, I'll be in a I'll be in a new location. But you know, okay. I can't tell you, you where gonna... I'm going until I'm there. Okay. Are you going to fly out? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm I'm actually finally flying out. I got a new pilot, and everything's going to be fine. I'm ready to go. Did Did y'all? Did you just? I mean, did y'all leave the pilot there? We did. I mean, are y'all just going to leave him in New Orleans? Yeah, yes. Well, well, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I'm in Cairo, Egypt. (laughs) And I tell you what, the weather's beautiful. It's 70 degrees. Is it? It's crazy. That's fantastic, man. It's it's fantastic like the America's News. (laughs) I mean, every time I turn around, it's something crazy. I mean, it, it, it is. Crazy, crazy things going on. Yeah, I mean, you don't know where to begin. You got so much going on with the COVID right now. You got things going on with the economy. Um, you name it, it, it's happening. And then you start to look at, you know, the UFO phenomena, the activity still popping up, strange things happening all over. I mean, you can pretty much take it anywhere you want to go. Um, yeah, between that and our, our food supply, and um, here's something that's pretty startling to me that come out this morning. Did you know that um, 36 million people are jobless? You know what I right saw now? that. Uh, you know what I've seen that. You know, and and I and I've seen it firsthand how it's affecting a lot of people right now. And um, you know, it's scary times. It's 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 sad because I think a lot of times the American people is taking for granted for. You know what I'm saying? They they 
that like you know I've said it many times they're almost to the point that we're we're slaves we we got to a point where we were slaves to our jobs where everything we did depended on them we was you know we couldn't go on vacation because we had the bills we had the house payments and now we're having to readjust things and people are losing their jobs and and we're being forced to to accept a new new and I think that you're seeing it every day but I think that a lot of times your employers and stuff is really not taking a lot of you know, the best interest of their employees in consideration. I'm saying not a lot of. No. And, and, you know, I pretty much complain about that all the time on Facebook. Uh, and, and just for, for, you know, example, look at the JC Penney corporation, look at how the executives at the top got a bonus check where they're going bankrupt. They're, they're going to close their stores up. JC Penney has been around since the early 1900s. And actually my aunt married one of the three founders of J.C. Penney's, and she was on the board of directors. They moved to New York when she was uh, 15 or 16, and, you know, she's been around J.C. Penney's. You know, she died a few years ago, but yeah, it's, it's horrible upper management. Um, I put out something on Facebook earlier tonight about McDonald's. Now, I've been saying for the past year that McDonald's Corporation has only a few years left, and it's going to have to Basically, there's no way it can keep going. Uh, you see every – looks like every year that they change their uh, their plan. They change their look. They remodel. They come out with something. It don't work. They change it to something else. And now they're going to a new COVID, uh, COVID-19 uh, floor plan. And I'm going to be honest with you. They're running out of ideas. They're running out of – small gimmicks and they, they can't make it another three years. And of course, American jobs are in super jeopardy, like you said, but we have all these companies closing up all these executives at the top that are getting bonuses. They're getting paid. They're under contracts where the American laborer is fixing to go without, you know, let, let me ask you something. And, to, and tonight we're going to ask you a lot of different questions because I want okay. your opinion on a lot of different things. Now, for our viewers and our listeners, these are our opinions. These are what we think. These are our opinions alone. Please don't believe us. You know, the show's designed for you to research on your own, ask questions, think outside the box, and stop being the sleep sheep. Okay? Sean. Do you think America truly has a plan? Do you think we have a plan? And I know that's that's a very broad question. No, it's it's not. Here's the thing. I don't think that there's a plan like we want it to be a plan. You know, I I truly believe that everything's going on and now going on right now is it's been well orchestrated. And, you know, I've said it many times before. I mean, you know, the COVID-19, you know, it, what what as we know it began in North Carolina, it got taken to Wuhan, China. That's why you got Fauci involved. That's why they put what seven million dollars into the research of this type of virus before it ever broke loose. You have it breaking loose at this time. You know I don't believe there's any such thing as coincidences. The wet market, Wuhan, China, three hundred yards from the wet market. You have the the weapons factory or the chemical or whatever you want to call it, plant. Mm-hmm. Um, Wuhan, China was the first city to be completely covered with, with 5G technology. All these things are not coincidences. You know, you start seeing these things, these things fall into place. 
now with them going out directly, sabotaging, destroying the U.S. dollar, there's what a, over a 95% survival rate with this disease. I think that they've completely, basically overnight, they, they shut down and taken our rights away, and they basically put us in, in indoors and put us under control. They're killing our dollar, and they're taking they're, they're shutting, killing small businesses, and, and it, it's a takeover. And it, and it and it's been orchestrated. It's been well planned. It has a and it has a lot to do with the new world order and and one world government. I mean that's and this is just totally, completely just my personal opinion. And I'm not saying that this is not a deadly disease. I've said since the beginning that that I believe that this this virus um, is meant for population control. That's why if you really dig in and look at it, it it um, it attacks elderly. It attacks certain minorities. It attacks uh, people with uh, defining health problems, over, overweight, obese, uh, drug problem, alcohol problem, and it's attacking you and, and it's getting you off the planet. And I've said since the beginning, I've always been concerned about it's mutating. I believe this disease was, was out before, back in December, January here. I think we're dealing with a mutation phase of it now, and I think you're going to see it again. That's why you're seeing it changing and bouncing to kids and so on. So. What's happening now, though, my biggest concern is I believe it was orchestrated and planned, but my biggest concern is maybe this virus has kind of gotten away from them a little bit, too, and they and they got to find a way to get control of it. Well, you know, what really bothers me when this really started is, you know, I figured government and even our top leaders had critical thinking, common sense approaches to a lot of things, and, and I found out really the hard way that we don't, and what else made me very suspicious about everything going on is the way they handled the shutdown, the way they handled closing up stuff. You know, you go, you can, you're able to go to a Walmart, but you can't go to a Kohl's. You can go to the dollar store, but you can't go to the mom and pop shops. Um, you know, we had elective different surgeries. You know, these these are things that man, people just truly didn't question until after the fact. You know, the masses just. I mean, I don't think a lot of people started questioning things until you're 45, 50 days into it, you know? And, and then, you know, I keep bringing this quote up, man, because it's so true. People won't believe us until it's too late. And I'm, I'm afraid that we're in the downward spiral, whether this be real fabricated. Um, but as far as the flu itself, why hasn't anybody lately talked about the plane flu? Everything has a title to it. Have you not noticed that, Sean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think about – you look at – you know, if you talk about TV programming, they put programming in it for a reason. And we've, and we've allowed I've, – I've personally allowed the, the news, uh, the media to, to, to put fear in, into my thought, to make me concerned, and to basically program me into maybe over, um, overreacting too soon with it. You know, the fact is, if you really look at the numbers, the numbers are, are at right now way below than what they ever estimated. You know, it's still higher mm -hmm. than the normal flu, but it's way below than they ever estimated. And um, we've allowed the media and stuff to completely control us and really allow us to be kind of scared. Like best way to say is basically driven by fear into our homes and into isolation, and it's killed our small businesses. Absolutely. But, you know, the virus, you know, right now, has the 1% death rate, you know, people, people yeah. don't want to talk about that. And then, you know, we had all these different rules where mayors and governors were taking 
the Constitution and law, making it their own, coming up with these shutdowns. But I was asked this, you know, uh, today, is COVID-19 real? And, and, you know, I answered, I said, it is real to a certain extent. It's real, and it did happen. But when you start really adding the my thoughts and what the facts are and the things that Americans just did not, I mean, they just let it slide, is the $334 million that the Obama administration gave the Wuhan lab. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we don't never talk about that. But why has anybody started talking about why all the world leaders met in China in October of 2019, but the U.S. military was over there in December? Because China blamed us in the beginning of this that we brought this, that we did this, that our military was over there, you know, and you got these question marks, okay? And then you go to following the money where hospitals start paying more for COVID-19 deaths, uh, doctors are getting shut down, being silenced for speaking out, which then the, there goes your freedom of speech. And then when I started digging over Dr. F, which, man, if Americans don't get mad over the t- people it, that get paid in the top administration that's supposed to make, um, you know, I guess rules, regulations, and um, they kind of uh, – as a board, they have a board to help Americans out. They're all together in the medical field. It's supposed to be really good for us, but it's been polar opposite, in my opinion, to somebody that supposedly makes a little bit over $200,000 a year, but yet he's net, his net worth is $10 million, to where if you really keep digging, you go, he's a, in a, some type of contract with the uh, World Health Organization that pays him $7 million. And you can pay it in or pay it out. Now, I have a problem with that. I mean, I truly have a problem with that. Then I have another problem with a computer guy wanting to get into the mix because there could be a seven billion dollar, uh, you know, vaccine payout. Which I'm gonna be honest with you, I think they're fixing to have a lot of problems because, Sean, did you see where the one of the scientific medical people? tried to speak out on the vaccine vaccinations and basically he got boy he got sunned well that that was recently but that's not uncommon i think i think a lot of us are starting to kind of realize that this lockdown was is is a blatant power grab by politicians and and Mm -hmm. the unseen government i think i think um if you really look at it we've ignored a lot of the science we ignored a lot of the, the data that's come up about it and i think that if we really look at it now, it, we you can pretty much say it was a power grab by the politicians and that it was a bioweapon that was created. And I think more and more every day it's coming out that, that that's actually what, what's happening, what's going on. And I believe the more you dig into it as time go, goes on, it's going to be exposed. And you're going to see that you, all you have to do is follow the money. Yeah. And, you know, and, the next, you know, and, you know, the next thing is going to be the vaccination, that you got to be vaccinated. I mean, and these things is a myth. You know, like I said on last night's show, you know, the fact is that all the plagues in the history of this planet never killed everybody on this planet. And the only way to truly stop this virus is to let it to let it run its course. 
and, and let, let us build up immune, immune systems to it. Let our body build up the natural immune. Let us do research, see what we can do to help our, our personal immune system. But that's the only way for us to defeat it. And that's what you have to do. And that's how you're going to kill the virus. But as long as we come in, as long as we wear our mask, as long as we stay out from the open, well, the only thing we're doing is weakening our immune system to allow this virus to take better hold when we all rush out to the Mexican restaurant. And I think I've kind of held my tongue on my personal stance on this, but I think you can tell tonight really what I, what I, how I really lean about this virus and everything else about what's going on. Well, don't you think it's time? Because and, – and here's a perfect example. Did you hear about the police officer that was sitting in his car, and he did a, live, he did a recording live video that he put out, and he basically t- said that he took an oath in the military, and he took an oath as a police officer to defend the Constitution, and everything that these governors and mayors are doing is actually kind of going uh, away from what the law is because what people kill me about the American public that just don't pay attention – that these are recommendations, not laws. You know, um, they have not gone through the due process. It's just a recommendation. Hey, don't go out. And basically, he's probably going to get fired for it. If I'm not mistaken, he did get fired for it because, of course, he broke. Supposedly, they made it to where he broke protocol and all this. But there's there's thousands of people that want to hire him because he stuck to his guns. And then you just said it too, which is really concerning for me when you talk about the immune system and what they're really trying to do. If the sunlight and heat kills this virus, why can't kids and why can't people go outside and play? Yeah. I mean, think about that. And saying that, um, let me see, I, I had some notes here. Um, why was it? not okay for me to go get a haircut you know because i'm just a common citizen with nothing i don't have really a big title in front of my name but yet government officials got to have their hair done every two weeks but did anybody riot or did anybody protest that or did we just take it yeah but see there people are you know the media has not has has been very smart by not really really downsizing what's happened how the people in Hawaii are act reacting to this stuff how a lot of the people in Michigan reacted to this stuff you know a lot of American people haven't hasn't been quiet and you know Hawaii is at the point now they're fixing to have some real issues and you know people are, and and but you're not hearing about that you have to research and look for it it's out there and you know there is so many things that us as Americans have got to start acknowledging. You know, today it's estimated that a hundred thousand small businesses is permanently closed. Correct. A hundred thousand small businesses. Think about think about the jobs. All of us is at home right now, and we've talked about the blessings of spending time with our families and everything else. And all this stuff is great and it's true. But the fact is, these enormous bailouts is going on, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to lead to catastrophic consequences to our economy, and 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 people are acting like or they don't care, they don't realize it, and and, it, and it's going to be a financial reckoning day that's coming, and it's coming sooner than later, and and it, and it, and, it, and the dollar is going to drop, and we're going to be in trouble. I mean, in trouble in ways we never can imagine, 
And the only way we can even try to come after this is to all of us could get back to work and and to fight this disease and fight and fight the people that's trying to keep us down. Well, you know, I know that Trump and his administration in China were trying to make that other trade deal. And I still think they're going to come up with something. They're going to have to come up with a deal. But I don't think it's going to be enough to all the broken we have. It's not going to be enough to fix the broken. And, you know, I put it out this morning when I was driving around Montgomery. You know, I got up earlier. I went and get coffee. I started riding around looking at the gas stations. The gas is going up. The gas went down to nothing Why nobody could do nothing. But now that the people are moving around, the gas is going up. Okay. Then we had the big... Uh, we're running out of meat in the grocery stores. Well, two weeks ago, or it may have been a little longer. I know we brought it up in one of our shows, and I said, oh, that's no way that's going to happen. Well, Tuesday afternoon and yesterday, I went to a couple of grocery stores just to get out and look. And I was absolutely astonished by what I was seeing with imported beef in the meat cases. And I put pictures out. Then I had somebody send me up in the Millbrook grocery store area a bone-in chuck roast at seven seventy-nine a pound. I mean, seven seventy-nine a pound for bone-in chuck roast that was over thirty-two dollars. <throat> and I and, and I put it out this morning. What family can afford that? Because one, they can't. But yet we can get Mexican beef, Australian beef. Canada beef that's not even graded because, of course, they're not going to have the U.S. choice or prime for, you know, six, seven dollars a pound. And yet our cattle industry and our farmers here in America, they're throwing stuff away. They're throwing hundreds and thousands of gallons of milk away a day, which makes no sense. And then I thought maybe the big thing, the big picture in America is we would bring back the American farmer. We would bring back our pork plants because America sold out and sold our pork plants to China. And they're laughing at us now because we're having to pay more money to get our own stuff back. Does does that that, make any sense to anybody? Yeah, absolutely. If you're being taken, you're being taken over slowly, and and there's there's a plan and an agenda that that's that's plainly laid out. That's part of the takeover process. And 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 and, uh, and what they're doing is that. I mean, if you look at what's hap- what's what's happening to us now, is that we're being held down so they can kill our dollar, they can kill our food supply. We're going to be hungry. We're going to be jobless. Our dollar ain't going to be worth anything, and we're going to have to be dependent on the government's hit. And that's a, that's a that's terrifying. And, and every American should be should be terrified right now because of this. And I think it's time that 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 we need to quarantine the people that that's that's susceptible to it. And but there's time that we do have to make a decision on, on what direction we want to go. And you know, and, and 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 here's the thing: there's a lot of people that's been affected by this disease, and people's lost loved ones, and all this is true. And I'm not bringing any light or slack to that, but but enough's mm. enough. The numbers don't lie, the data don't lie, and and it's time to start paying attention and 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 to get out there. 
Well, here's something else I wanted to ask you about. And it's something that I noticed yesterday and I put some messages out to get some input and I got a, a good bit of uh, feedback this morning. And, you know, I'm a big advocate on the mental health and getting people help. And man, brother, there's zero help in Alabama for mental health. And yeah. with, with saying that, with all the oppression and our loss of liberty, because it feels like America's had a loss of liberty. What do you think it's doing to our kids and the mental health of most, you know, our Americans? You think that's done on purpose? You know, I think, I think what's happening with the video games and the TV shows and what's happening with our, with our youth with regard to sexualization, um, uh, the immoral stuff that's constantly pushed upon. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely done in this programming. And I think that our young people are a lot, get, don't get the credit they deserve. And sometimes it, the only way you can really kind of quiet them down is to basically isolate them back and try to extra program them. So these mm-hmm. kids who was, who was playing sports, who was athletic, who was in school, who was really questioning stuff, researching these things and these, and everything else has been all has been confined in their homes and and i think it's it's weakening them and i think that it's still part of the process and i still think like i said last night is that i don't think the powers to be uh can ever imagine that, that can never take account the people's free will and i think that they're that mm-hmm. is that people are wising up people are getting up and people are not going to take it and especially the young people these young people it, it's all in their hands well Okay, with saying that, you know, because we have this new America's normal is not going to be normal anymore. We're not going. I don't think we'll ever go back to how it was a year ago. And and yes, you made up some great points the past couple of weeks that's made me really think. When you say this time last year we were looking for something, we wanted our families. We we wanted this time that we're getting. And I, I'm a million percent behind you and support you on that. You're absolutely right. We, we, we as a people, need this time. We, we need to take some of this, the mental, you talk about mental health. A lot of the working class Americans were, were ate up with mental health and ate up with stress and ate up with all these issues and problems to where it seemed like they got a little break. They got to save a little bit of money on the gas. But yet now, you know, and, and, I, and we've said it over and over and over, we're going to have to pay this money back somehow. And we know that it, it's going to be paid back, whether gas and oil goes up and they get it that way. Our food cost is going to be ridiculously high in the next couple of years. Yeah. And I put an article out today about how much I think eggs were in um, South America where they're, you know, uh, I believe it was Argentina where they're having huge problems. And I think that America's groceries and America's food market is going towards that unless something happens drastically in the next few few months. But I think we're so behind and there's so many people that are going in different directions. I just don't think that we have any control or organization over all this stuff. And then we got greed, money, and politics involved. You know, but, so 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 if you had to guess, would you say if I ask you right now, do you think this pandemic 
was caused by the globalist the globalists to test to see how far they can push our push our economy and can and can push the people into compliance not only in the United States but around the world. Do you believe that? Hmm. No. And and let me I, I personally don't believe that. I, I believe it was something bigger than that. You know how um, much well what can be bigger than that? Because well, they, we we're pushing compliance now. They put us out of well, business. Well why was it that 500 people could go to Home Depot and shop, but yet 500 people couldn't go to church? You know, they, they, they took away the r- religious freedom. And, you know, I'm not somebody that's going to be sitting on the front row every Sunday, but, you know. But see, that, but see they didn't. But, but religious freedom, if they want to take away religious freedom, they need to tax these large megachurches. I mean, only thing the really the only thing this pandemic really should have done is that these churches are not empty. Everybody's called to duty, and everybody's at home doing what Christians should do. But it's not looked upon that way. You know, I mean, you know, I believe that this that the globalists this is all just set up. And you know, you know, I've, you know, I've been playing around with the five G technology and all this stuff, and you hear different mm-hmm. theories. <laughs> and I'm not up where I need to be on it, but. The thing that stands out to me about Wuhan, China, you know, it keeps coming up about the wet market, how it went out there. And when it struck a nerve to me about how it was in the first cities to have that 5G technology that completely blanketed the whole area, mm. you, you know, they say 5G attacks the, the red blood, blood cells and the oxygen in the air. And, you know, if you think about that, if that's true, there's no coincidences. And this is a lung disease, and that would just help spread the virus even faster. And, you know, it seems well, like this is all set up and played in the motion. And, and, you're, well, and I, I, do, I do agree with you where, where if we're not at church, they, maybe they're thinking it causes us to lose our religion. But I think really people are finding it instead of losing it. Well, well I agree. But yet, you know, this is going to have an everlasting impact on the globe, America, every other country. And how our religious communities, and I'm talking about all of them now, th- there's a disconnect now with members. Yes, you do have boots on the ground. Yes, you have other people using uh, social media platforms and different things to connect with people. But I'd never, I'd, I'd pr- I just really don't think it's ever going to go back to how it was a year ago. Uh, I could be super wrong, and I could be too far down the rabbit hole. But I just don't see it, especially when you have a and, and I want to add this to uh, religion. When you have a guy that is a federal scientist for the federal government and he starts telling the truth. And he gets shunned really bad and he's telling everybody, even Congress, that this coming up winter could be the darkest in U.S. history. That the America does not have no strategy. They don't have a plan for the vaccinations. And they knew in January that the N95 respirators was only a very, very limited supply. They already knew this, but yet 50 plus days, you're going to tell me to wear a mask everywhere? Why why do you think they waited so long for this? And because truthfully, I... This is my opinion. This is for me. Um, I just can't wear one. 
I just don't, I can't have anything confined to my face like that. And I see people putting them on and not taking them off for 12 hours plus. There's no way that can be good for you. Part of their master plan, Sean, or something bigger. I think we lost Sean. No, I know. I'm sorry. I was on mute. I'm so sorry. You know, now was Carl was just talking. I'm here. What were you doing? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think it was part of some type of um, falsified plan to make it look smoke and mirrors to have everybody no, I, wear a mask I, now? You know, I think a lot of it is, is fear, and I think a lot of it, people is not sure what to do. And I, but at the same time, I think there's, there's there's tons of drawbacks about wearing that mask, you know. But I think if you're in certain situations in hospitals or around certain people, maybe you need to do it. But in normal circumstances, I think it kind of backfires, and and it doesn't build up your immune system. You know, I, I I'm not going to wear it long if I don't have to. Wait, wait, yeah, I saw you. You you were heading to work the other day. You were at the school, and I saw you take the picture with the mask thing. Yeah. And I and I basically stared at you. I mean, not not like weird, creepily. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that's comfortable, man. Because I put one on, and I, I couldn't make it five minutes. And that's no, I, I could not make it five minutes without having to take it off. Yeah. Now, another thing that's that's very surprising is why did the CDC stop back in early November of 2019? They started uh, posting um, job, uh, I guess, you know, job information to where they were hiring. They had all these jobs lined up, but it was for pandemic relief. Why do you think the CDC started that? Because to me, it was like they knew this was going to happen, but that would put it before November. Well, they didn't know it was going to happen. This ain't. This is not new. I mean, it was. It was. It was in North Carolina at the University of North Carolina way before this during the Obama administration. This is. This is well planned out. This is not new. I mean, this is all well planned out. I truly believe that in my heart. Well, another thing is, of course, a couple of weeks ago we talked about the homeless in San Francisco, where uh, private companies were buying hotel rooms. They were putting in all the homeless somewhere for them to stay. But yet the homeless of America have less numbers than, you know, I guess regular uh, family type people that have gotten the coronavirus. To me, that was very odd to see that, that homeless people are the very, you know, at the lowest of the percentage. Um, you think there's any reason, do you think they're just um, being out in the elements that their immune system is built up? I think For their this? immune system, yeah, I think their immune system built up. And if you look at a lot of them, a lot of them, honestly, they don't fit the criteria. They're not overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're not. They're not. Um, they're, they're not African American. They're not overweight. They're not suffering from a, any type like real health issue except drug addiction, and uh, and their immune system built up to it. So so. And, and you know what I'm saying? And they don't confine themselves yeah. in areas I mean, where the air is constantly recycled. And that, and that's just the truth. And and the reason why we're going over some of this stuff is, you know, 
we've had a lot of feedback in the past week with some of these topics that, well, one, there was one that was just mind blowing to me because, um, I kept getting this asked that, um, what, in your opinion, um, because of course I stuck to my guns for a couple of weeks and, and I really believe that is a, is some type of division. It's some type of divide, you know, whether it be economy, race, religion, uh, haves and haves not. And I was, I had a message sent to me going, they don't believe that this is a division in the country. And I'm going, man, I, I just personally don't believe that. I think it is a divide. So do you think, Sean, that they are dividing this country up on purpose? I think, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns. I said it since the beginning. I think it's, yeah. it's extremely important to pay attention who has it, the ages, their, their, their races, uh, their sexuality, um, all this stuff. I think it's imperative to pay attention to that because it has come out in the news that it can be sexually transmitted. I mean, it, it has been many, it has come out different ways it's talked about. And I've said since the beginning, it's important to pay attention to that because mm. it, 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 this, this disease is, is directly created to thin out the population and to thin out the population that, that they look upon as um, parasitic to, to the progress of society, how they look upon it. Um, something else that come out today, this morning that I was reading that I wanted to bring up, because one, I'll be honest with you, I, I completely forgot about it until I started reading up on it. You know where the 2020 Olympics are supposed to be? No, where Tokyo. is that? Tokyo. Oh. It's going to be an $8 million delay for the Tokyo Games. $800 million. Because I believe they're going to try. They're going to try to start in late July, maybe. But it's still going to cost them $800 million. Who's going to, who's going to take that bill? Do you think Tokyo is going to pay that, that $800 tab? And, hey, put a tip on it. You know, well, you know, you know what Venezuela was it Venezuela or uh, Brazil actually got stuck with it too, and you know they they yeah. they they're full of empty stadiums and everything else, and it hasn't been as beneficial as they wanted to in the past. And I don't, I, you know, it is what it is. You know, the whole Olympic committee and how they do things is a whole different story. You know, and I I I can't see how mm, you're, you're acting you're, you're acting like it's a corrupt thing. Could it be corrupt? Oh, you know it is. Is that where you you didn't want to touch that because it is a very corrupt follow the money? Because that's what it seems like it's been. The best thing about the Olympics is when it was in China and they and they came out and admitted they seeded the the rain and kept the rain away. I mean, the weather. And then anybody said weather manipulation not real. They said it on the Olympics. They did it. It was done during the Olympics. I mean, and that was the most exciting thing that happened. Why was it so exciting for you? Because you'd done talk for two years prior to that, that, they, that, that you, you were putting your guns out because I took yeah. that football and bread with it. I go, hey, guys, China does it all the time. Sean yeah. did talk you know, two years prior to that, and you stuck with those guns. And then, yeah, it, it was like, huh, I wonder if they've been listening to the show. Yeah. Um, because, because you're right. And, you know, I had a guy call me out on Facebook 
when I put that out there a couple of months ago, and then I had to send the, you know, I had to go copy and paste and, and put the link out there. And, you know, basically he had to shut up because, you know, I don't understand how you, you wanted to call me out about saying something with a news article with it, but yet you couldn't research or you could not go to Google to news organizations, to, to YouTube, to whatever you want to go to and research it for yourself. Are, are we living in a time, Sean, that Americans are that lazy that they, they are? Or is it like you said in the earlier part of the show? Are we that pre-programmed? You know, we, we, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty programmed you know, to the point. Here, here's the thing. I don't, I'm not going to debate with anybody about anything. You know, if you, if you because find, you won't. If you can get out there and find something that beats my story and improves me long, thank you for getting out there researching. That's fine. And sometimes it takes people to, to that that loves to do that to get out and uncover stuff. And to me, that one person that 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 gets that information and, and say, hey, this is you you was wrong about this. This proves this is differently. There, there was twenty people on other stories that tried to do it and couldn't. And that, and that's that's the cool thing about what we're doing. And, you know, when I was talking about the weather um, modifications, everything else in, two, in 2005 after Katrina, you know, people thought we was, you know, we people thought it was crazy. And then what the Olympics was like in 2008, I believe, in China, when they came out, that's like we was like high-fiving ourselves and everything else. Yes. And these things we talk about are things that, these things are fact. These things just come out, you know, and it, it's out there, you know, and that's something that, um, that, 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 you know, we've been doing a really, really long time, you know. And, you know, it came and, back and we, up again, you know, back in 2010 with the Haiti earthquake. Correct. And, and I know you'd, uh, we d you did a whole show earlier this or last year when we first started getting these shows back together uh, yeah. of the whole thing with Haiti and what happened and the movement of the British fleet. Isn't that, am I correct yeah. with that? Yeah, you're correct. And then, with, um, yeah. Here's a good one that, that that also made news earlier to this morning. How about Europe halt the delivery of 10 million, 10 million of these Chinese masks, right? That's why I'm not yeah. going to wear one because they were poor quality. But yet you want the citizens of your country or your city or your state to wear these poor quality masks. That are that are built and made by the Chinese. Are y'all kidding me, America? I mean, I mean, somebody help me out. I mean, we're getting all this stuff from China. So either a America needs to really do something to get on their their bandwagon, their guns, do something to them for all this mess that they put us in, which probably won't never happen, but it should, especially with our economy. And let's get our pigs back. I mean, think about it. Can we get our pigs and cows back? I mean, I'm not asking for much. J just a little common sense, Sean. And I believe a lot yeah. of people have lost the common sense element. And I mean, yeah. I'm talking about politicians. I'm talking about the men that make 283000 a year. And when they retire, they make 383000 a year. But yet have zero common sense. But but sooner or later, it's you know a revolution's going to come and there's going to be a change. I mean, I mean it's inevitable. It's coming. And what level and where at? I mean, it's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. But it's it's definitely coming. 
okay, you brought this up last night, and I was just, I had not even looked into it, honestly, yeah. until I did a little bit today. And we we're, we have this pandemic of 2020. Now we're going to have a, uh, it looks like to me, some type of agenda for 2021 that's happening, whether it yeah. be from the Democratic Republican Party, you know, they're, they're trying to get $3 trillion out, which I don't see happening. We had uh, something to do with the FBI today that got, didn't go through to where basically they would start taking a little bit more about privacy. What is, what is really going to happen from 2021 to your 2030? Now, it was said, because this article came out on Facebook right before the show that I read, and they were talking about 12 years in the making. We're going to have New World Order, One World Currency. Now, that was, so we're about eight years away from having that. Yeah. That would be 2028. What what is the, what is what is your thoughts on this in the next next ten years? Well, here my my personal opinion is that I think you know here I, I have a feeling go down the rabbit hole that 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 we're not here's the thing I'm gonna stick to it if we don't have football we're not gonna have an election and if we don't have an election that means all bets are off and, and things is are fixing to get real. So football and the election being put off is two big things. Even if it's put off a couple of months, it's going to be it's going to be something really important, and it's going to be serious. It's a huge game changer. I think I said it. I said it last night. I think about you know you said it too. I've heard 2022. You're going to start seeing the effects of of the zombie economics really start to fall into place, where we start to tumble into a two. Spiral, spiral really is to a really a depression. But I'm going to stand firm to this. You're going to see what's happening to our dollar, what's happening with our food supply, what's happening with everything that's going on right now. It will start affecting us immensely by 2030. And if we don't do something about it by 2030, you can go ahead and write this date down. Put your reminder, if something's not done drastically by the American people, it's going to be really, really difficult times, far beyond anything we can imagine. Just like we never thought what's happening now could ever happen, just get prepared. Just like everybody thought what happened, Katrina could never happen. Just like everybody thought what happened when 9-11 could never happen. These never happens are getting worse and worse and worse. And these never happens, you slowly losing your, your, your liberties. You're slowly losing your privacy. Every time these things that, should, that we can never imagine happen, we lose something. And now what's fixing to happen by, by 2030 is that we're going to be completely lost of all of our rights, and we're going to be completely living with our hand out to the government if we're not careful, and it's terrifying. I saw, speaking of handouts and the weather and, and this next year, I saw an article. Do you believe that we can have another Katrina here in the next year? Oh, yes. Yes. You know, I'm talking about <laughs> Do you think it would be done on purpose? You know, it, it depends. You know, I, I think it. I think it really just depends. I, I would. I would. I hope to say not. You know, but mm. you never know. You know, I, I'm going to stand for, and I know people will think I'm weird. I don't think. I think Katrina was was created. I think Katrina was seeded to the point to try to save New Orleans, 
and when it uh-huh. did, it split. That's why you had those two eyes brief, briefly. That's why you had the two different categories that went toward the Luxie and where it made that quick turn the way it did, which is not unusual, but just if you really dab mm-hmm. into it. And I think afterwards when it was done, they decided to blow the levees and go ahead and go forward with, with to see what would happen. It was basically their, an experiment. So they have a grasp of how to react, how the people are going to react and how the people are going to react in different demographics, different social and different economic standings. They know how each, each section of people will react and there's a plan for it. So I think if you ask my opinion, if I was the globalist and if I was the people involved, I would want I would want that to happen one more time so I can be absolutely sure of a reaction of the American people because the American people has evolved so much more since that time period. And they and they and they are completely aware of it and they've been aware of it ever since the protests in Virginia and so on. In in my opinion with that as well is if you can't get us with the virus, you'll get us with the storm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I think you know, and I hate I hate to be doomy and gloomy, but I mean, let's be honest here. Let's let's really pay attention to what's going on. And you mentioned it before, and I was going to save it to the last part of the hour, but let's go ahead and get into it because this was a hot hot debate. I should have won. I should have I should have never put it. I should have never copied what you put on Facebook today. Yeah, <laughs> football in America. Uh, you know, one Alabama is like. I don't even like talking about football in here around here because people take this stuff so serious. And, and you yeah. saw some of the comments on my page when the Alabama High School Athletic Association basically suspended, I guess, workout seven on seven. But yet, people went nuts about this football. People are going nuts about college football, Alabama Auburn football, high school football, pro football. You as a teacher and educator and as coach, because my opinion totally changed earlier this morning. Well, today, when they put that article out there, it went with everything that I thought. You know, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not guessing, but I'm like, something like, and they put it out. I personally think, and, and of course, people at the store went nuts. I think that we're not going to have a season. And reason being, is there was a couple of colleges that changed teachers' pay to offset the athletic program. And as soon as I, I, I saw that, I go, what they're going to do is sustain not having a program, kind of like UAB did. You know, UAB had a program, then they got away from it. Then all of a sudden they come out with a program. Um, you know, I think they were very successful. Even with your high school kids, Sean, Football next year? Are you still waiting? I said it. You know, here's the thing. I'm not saying when I say this, I don't mean that I'm always right. You know, I've said since the beginning. No, no that say that, what you that, believe. That, 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 that they're going to. I knew. I said since the beginning they're going to cancel all the seven on seven and all the camps <laughs> because and that, and that's simply and that's simply because of the liability issue. Because if I'm a university or if I'm a high school allowing teams from all over the region, all over the country, to come in, <laughs> players and teams, to, to compete in seven-on-seven, seven, to come in to participate in, um, in my camp, there's going to be kids coming in from high-affected areas, which would, mm-hmm. would expose my program, my coaches, and other kids to spreading the disease. 
I just I knew that that was going to be canceled. I mean, there is no way they can do that. And I've said since the beginning that we should be able to start lifting by by June first and get back to work. Mm. And that's kind of tentative what they said, but they tittered to June fifteenth. Uh, yeah, but, but there was a lot of teetering, in my opinion, the way they wrote that article. But I've said it, and I'm going to say it again. <laughs> it's undecided, but when they, when football is pulled, and then they said, we're going to put off the presidential elections, everybody butts need the pucker. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a game changer. Because there's yeah. so much revenue that's fixed and be lost. History being made with the election. And and there there is big things happening behind the scenes, and we have something to be to be afraid of. And my, if you ask me, I, there's a side of me that says, you know what, football is going to come across. We're going to get back to normal. American people know that this is this is what it is, and everything's going to go forward, and we'll be fine. You know, that's that's the inkling where you start to see where people are trying to go. But you're also starting to see a slight tug where they're saying, hey, hold up, we're not going to let this happen. We're not going to let this happen. And then, so you're kind of in between. So I, I'm not going to say yay or nay right now, but if you ask, if I had to, if you ask me if I had to say right now, I'm going to tell you they're not going to be football season and the election's going to be put off. And I said, well, I'm sticking to and, that. And, and, and that's what I believe. But there's a side of me that says, you know, I, I'm going forward like, like there's going to be a season. I'm going mm-hmm. forward like everything's going to be new, everything's going to be fine. But you're starting to see. There's going to be, you're starting to see the, the splatters about the uh, about the absentee voting, about voting for mail, about the dangers of standing in the line, and they're not going to really tease it and test it until the July um, elections. When you start having these runoff elections, that's when you're going to really see the stink from this happen. So if 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 I'm a globalist, if I'm a member of the globalist, my game plan would be. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow everybody to go back to work, and I'm gonna blame all these states that that said they had enough and they followed Trump and sent everybody back to work. We're gonna we're gonna use those states as dominant states where where the disease has spread. Mm-hmm. So if we've got a we've got a hundred thousand tests in Montgomery, Alabama, that's the hotbed, right? Which we said on our show a few weeks ago, they've had the test. And the people have tested, but they didn't have the thing to, to check the test. So what you're getting back of these results of testing mm-hmm. from that, that hadn't happened recently, that's happened while, while we were Wait. still in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so what they, well, these, these hot things are happening or not happening overnight. They didn't test you. Didn't, they didn't let you out on Saturday, and you having 400 folks have it on Sunday. But their media is trying to lead you to believe that, and that's, that's well, not true. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I agree with that because that's that fear tactic that they're trying to use, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what's going to happen? They're going to say it's the onslaught, it's the spread. They're going to say now it's attacking kids, which, which that is the concern because that's part of the mutation. And Correct. then they're going to say – and then when the July elections come, they're going to say that it's going to be a spike. It's too dangerous because of whatever happens in July, and, they, and then we're going to cancel football, and, we're, and, the, and then the November elections will be put off. Because of what happened in June and July, and and I, and and I said this this them, morning, you can see them building it. Well, I I agree with that, and I'm going to stick to the, my guns as well. Uh, of course, I said, you know, I was up and down. Then I was kind of like, oh, I just don't make sense. When I read they were moving money around in different universities, 
And if they were, which I don't think they will, I'm going to stick to my guns with that as well. I think that there is a lot of backdoor stuff going on between the FBI Flynn still that um, has come out today. And uh, also, I said it a month or two ago. In fact, it may have been two months ago when these Republicans and Democrats got caught with the stock market scandal. Well, yeah, two or three more got put in the news today, got caught with it. Now, there should be some indictments. I mean, they should be indicted for crimes because that is a crime. So we got backdoor stuff going on there. If football does happen, it's going to be so strange. And this new norm, this new American norm, it, it may be a football game played with no fans. And they, they may have to syndicate it. You know, they may have to record it and you watch it. You know, I could see that maybe happening. Yeah. I also could see the new norm, which I truly and probably going to experience it sometime next week. You go to the probate office, you got to get a temperature. You go to a, um, different facilities, you have to have a temperature walk in. I'm sure they're going to do the school system. If we go back to school to a brick and mortar, you're going to have to check temperatures going in. The graduations, people are going to try to do graduations next week. I'm not a fan of the graduations right now, but yet you're going to have to check temperatures of people coming into the facility. Courts are fixing to start back up. You're going to have to check temperatures, limited number of people in the courthouse. You know, you can't bring two or three people with you. There's tons of new rules and regulations. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's a safe. Okay. Most people think that that's a safety thing. I think it's another, uh, another practice for control, another practice for something bigger coming. But the football that. thing was a big deal this afternoon when it when when it come out of the news, I did not realize the people that just basically went nuts over it. Yeah. That that is a big deal. And you're right. If they say no, we may have some big problems on our hands. And I don't think the July elections are going to happen at all. Are you pretty comfortable in saying that you think they will? I think or July will it be gonna, absentee think- ballots. I think July is going to happen. I think it's going to be a cluster. I think there's going to be issues, and I think that that's going to that's and then they're going to say what happens is July election. What happened with the states is reopened. What's happened with the children and how it's mutating, how it's changing the attacks. <laughs> that it's gonna um, change. That that they're gonna say we're gonna have to have another quarantine and we're gonna have to shut it down. We're not. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back to. To a fall quarantine, there'll be no no football, none of this stuff, and they'll shut everything down. They'll play football and basketball, and they'll play basketball with baseball, and they'll play everything later. Well, that goes back to what Richard Bright said today. I'm pretty sure this could be the darkest winter in U.S. history coming up. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me because if we go back, you know, I'm a big fan of the Farmers Almanac. They said this past winter was supposed to be one of the hardest winters we've ever had. We were supposed to have snow. And I don't even think we had three nights of cold weather. Now, what happens if they manipulated that weather for till, till this year coming up? And not only do we have this coronavirus, no telling what else is going to come out. 
depression, yeah. economy, jobs loss, no money. No, what about if the three trillion don't happen, and we have a hard, cold winter in the U.S.? Holy cow! The loss of life, in my opinion, and the only reason I say this is because I deal with it, and I see it from a mental health standpoint, from from a suicide standpoint, and in Alabama not having no help for these people, it could be one of the Worst years in loss of life ever without coronavirus. Because if we add those numbers, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just unbelievable to even think about. I can agree with that, definitely. I mean, you got anything you could close the show off with positive? <laughs> Well, you know, you know. Here's the thing. I know, a lot, I know, a lot, I know. A lot of people are tired of hearing about this stuff, but it's something you have to talk about. It's something you have to bring up every now and then. It's important. But here's the thing. It, no matter what it is, I think it's really important is to 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 have faith, stay positive, to pay attention, trust your senses, and and to just wait wait a time with patience and be mindful of the things to come and prepare yourselves and prepare your families and. And just know that as if you have faith and, you know, free will still stands at all. And, and to take these things that we hear on these shows, which you hear on other shows, research yourself, get your own opinions, your own ideas, and just keep waking each other up and keep talking. You know, it's all about sharing. And these are real, this is really sad times. There's a lot of people battling depression, a lot of people loneliness, and a lot of people are, are feeling hopeless. And I think it's really important to come together. And find the people come together with like like minds, like souls, and people come together and share and talk and be open. And this is this is a beautiful time to grow and to be accepted as who you are. And I think we have to we have to go forward with that in mind. Man, brother, what a great show for our listeners. If you got any questions, comments, please inbox us. Stan, staff, we appreciate everything you do for us. And Sean, brother, love you, man. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Stay safe especially coaching these kids and helping these kids get to that next level. And uh, until next week. All right, brother. Take it easy. Love you, man. Good night. Good night.
At JCPenney, we know you miss us, and we miss you. So, what if we said we had a store that's open all day, every day? We do. It's jcp.com or the JCPenney app. Need a swimsuit? We've got them. Something new and cute for summer? Look no further. Exclusive JCPenney brands plus your favorite national brands? Yes and yes. Check our site for the latest coupons. And when you spend $49 or more, standard shipping is free. JCPenney. Exclusions apply. See jcp.com for details. Celebrate the 10 best days of summer with Venus. For a limited time only, our fun, sexy swimwear and fashion styles are up to 70% off. And you can get an additional 10% off your entire order. Just visit venus.com and use the promo code BEST to save today.